everybody. It's your host, Norman Murray. Welcome to another episode of the Building Bridges podcast. For my regular listeners, y'all already know I appreciate you and your support. But for those first timers, welcome to the podcast. I pray that something is said that inspires you and motivates you or at least provokes you in thought. If you want to hear more and see some additional content, or maybe you just want to support us as well, there's a link right under the description of this episode. All right, let's build that bridge. Today's episode, Suffering in Silence. Suffering in Silence. This is happening in homes all over the world. Marriages are going through it. Mothers and daughters are dealing with it. Fathers and sons, employee and employers are dealing with this thing. Lifelong friendships are even affected by this. You see, because suffering in silence is basically that you are unhappy with a situation or a person or a thing, right? And you're just not saying anything about it. So many people deal with this on a daily basis. Whenever anyone suffers in silence, they are telling the world and the people around them that they're in need of some sort of help. See, I made mention of this in a previous podcast, particularly speaking to the men in the sense of the world uh, telling us that we're supposed to be strong and we have to do X and we have to do Y and and then we just got to figure things out. And that's crazy. But the truth of the matter is that you might be struggling financially. You might be struggling mentally. Man, you might be struggling sexually. And just struggling in just various areas of your life. But because you won't speak about it to someone, you end up suffering in silence. Now, I have to tell you this, and I know you already know, but not saying anything doesn't make it go away. See, the reason why this can become so bad for so many is that when we suffer in silence, it builds up anxiety. It builds up frustration. We end up taking out that frustration and the anxiety on people that have absolutely nothing to do with why we're suffering. We take it out on our spouses. We take it out on the job. We take it out on our children. We take it out on the world. As a matter of fact, uh, today is May 16th, 2022. The day or two prior, we just had a, a mass shooting with whatever was going through this young man's head. Whatever it was, he took it out on innocent people. You see, a person can become so desperate that they make extremely bad choices when they suffer in silence. Some people might just want to say it's just pure evil and, and it's straight racism. And, and while all that may be true, that young man still was dealing with something and he took it out on the wrong people. People can fall into a deep depression behind the suffering. And let's be clear on this topic that it isn't siloed to just one particular type of person. 
Suffering and silence can come from so many different things. Earlier, I just happened to, to mention the men going through some things. But what about our female counterparts? Ones that may have been harassed in the workplace, sexually abused as a child, or maybe even raped. Right? These are definite circumstances where people might not want to share that with anyone. As a matter of fact, these things, sometimes they build up so much that they wish they can just close their eyes or go to sleep and wake up and hope that it never actually happened. Or maybe even just be able to completely forget about it. Not everyone is comfortable talking about what they've gone through in their lives. Sometimes it's more of an embarrassment to talk about it or bring it up. Because you really do just want to forget it. Other times it's situational because maybe you don't quite trust everyone in your circle. And that can be tough. We all have friends and family members that we can only tell certain things to. Conversations like the situations that I've just named with such magnitude. Man, those are the type of conversations that if you tell someone you you really want it to be kept in silence. So those type of conversations need to be had with a trustworthy person. But if you don't have that, maybe the better person to speak to is somebody that you don't know. So please know that it is okay to get help. Please know that it's okay to speak to a therapist. Speak to a professional if that's what's needed for you. The key here is. To not hold it inside. Don't let it fester. Because then it starts to take control over your life. Now, you know, I got to get into the word. And this is exactly that control that the master thief wants. I know you're like, who is this master thief? Just in case you didn't know, that master thief is the devil. You got to remember what his role is, what his job is, his purpose is. And that is to kill, steal, and destroy. But hang on. In that same scripture, it also says that Jesus came so that we can have life. So while the enemy is trying to take life, destroy it, kill it, steal anything he can from you, including your mind. Jesus is just trying to give that back to you and more abundantly. You can look that up in John 10 and 10. So as I was saying, If you let it fester, 
you start to micromanage your every move. You start to micromanage who you talk to because now you have trust issues. Then it gets deeper. And then it's about staying inside because now that's a safer option than going out. And all of this is based on the suffering that you are afraid to speak about. I also want you to know that this advice, this word here tonight pertains to those of us that are also in the church. In years past, we've been taught and raised that Jesus is the answer to everything. Let's be clear. And he is. I believe that wholeheartedly. But sometimes your faith may waver because you're unsure about your day to day movements. And you speaking to someone. It just might be necessary for your well-being. Don't worry, God hasn't forgotten about you. As a matter of fact, he made sure that there are Christians in every field. And I can't stress this enough that perhaps maybe do some research. And I guarantee you that you can find a Christian counselor if that's what you're looking for. See, I believe that God will lead you to the right person that will help and support you all while never having you stray away from him. See, that's how God works. Now, I will say this. If you're going to get a counselor, whether it be Christian or otherwise, make sure that you are committed to following through with the work. Don't quit after one session. Don't allow friends and family to tell you that you don't need it. Don't allow anyone to stand in the way of your sanity. Because the truth of the matter is only you know if you need to talk to someone. Be bold. Step out on faith. And get the help that you need. You know, believe it or not. Some of the help that you need might just be talking to your mother, talking to your dad, talking through the issues that you have with people. Somewhere deeper than that, there aren't really that big of a deal. And the only reason why it's a big deal is because you've allowed time and space to enter in to the issue so now it seems bigger than what it really is when dealing with the struggles of life we do need to turn our attention to the glory that awaits us in Christ now if you're not sure where I'm coming from with that There's a scripture and it reads this way. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with glory, which shall be revealed in us. See, Paul said that. Romans 8 and 18. 
what he's simply saying is that we're going to go through some stuff. We're going to deal with some things. It's coming. This present time, there's suffering happening every day, all the time. But don't worry, it's not even worthy to be compared to what God is about to reveal in us. You see, we know that tough times are inevitable. But we have been given great hope. Look what Peter wrote. (laughs) Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you, which is to test you. As though some strange thing happened unto you. Yeah, because there are going to be some strange things happening to us. But then the word goes on to says, but rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings. That when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. See, I love my platform. I love what God has given me to put out there. Everyone knows that I respect and I love everyone, whether you are a follower of Christ or not. But I pray that when I bring you this information and I give you the little nuggets from God's word. That you pick up, that you hear something that pricks your heart, because you see here what Peter was referring to again about this suffering is that we know that suffering is coming if you walk with christ the word of god tells us that persecution is coming it's coming but that's not what we're living for we're living to live again because at the end when we're with him That's where the exceeding joy comes in at. You see, these bodies are temporal. These minds are temporal. This flesh is temporal. What you're feeling right now, it's temporal. I'm looking forward to spending eternity with Christ. But no one likes to talk about this part. No one likes to think about death. But if you believe in heaven and you want to make it, guess what? You got to die. You got to die. So there's no need to suffer in silence while you're here. Get the help that you need. If you're listening to me right now and maybe it's not you that need the help, but you have identified someone that does be there for them. Try to help nudge them in the direction where they can get some help. Don't suffer in silence and don't let the people that you know suffer in silence. I pray something was said today that uh, pushes you into a new direction and provokes you in thought I hope that it motivated you I hope that it inspired you to move forward 
God bless you all and keep building those bridges.